0: The future of radio. The future of radio. radio. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio. dot com.
1: There is something about it, though, that I do kind of enjoy the challenge the Is that what you bobbing. see it as? as yeah. A challenge? It's finding that line and open path. And I realized, you know, when when you were getting kind of annoyed that I was going so far ahead, I'm like, "But if you see an open path, you have to take it. And that's one of the key things. It was really
0: weird. Like, you were moving a lot faster than everybody else. Yeah.
1: See, it's just you got to watch out. You got to anticipate. Look, you look
0: frantic a little bit.
1: No, I'm like an, like an athlete in his prime. You know, re- weaving and bobbing wow. down the court. You know, I was like this the Steve Nash of Brewfest. That's kind of what I would call myself. If that was, I just made that up right now. I probably shouldn't. Have. You're Hello, everyone. Proud of that, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler with Sarah Exton. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and have you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for fighting us and i do want to remind everybody you can go to com and click on the audible link and sign up for a free trial get two free audiobooks and you support us all in that process what are you listening to i'm actually done with my audiobook so i'm re-listening to my dinosaur one again and then i'm <laughs> and i'm gonna go re-listening on listening to it i'm re-listening to it i downloaded one because you get free books for the um if you're if you a member, you get, like, some free audiobooks mm-hmm. each each year. Oh, or,
0: yeah. That's what you said. Like, people are picking out their favorite dinosaurs or something, whatever that weird
1: – Well, there's – well, the one that I was listening to was, yeah, the, the dinosaur one where it's like – they're, like, two-and-a-half-hour books. You get two of those free each month also just on top of everything else. But I downloaded another one, and uh, it's too much even for me, like, sci-fi-wise –
0: like, how so? Like, you're not understanding it?
1: No, I get it, but it's just way too over the top. And, uh, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not into it. Okay. Yeah. And so it's, it's, uh, what is it? Tom Stranger Interdimensional Insurance Agent. It's too, it's too, that sounds much like the opposite.
0: Me. That sounds like the same world as my, um, Mail order bride like Alien Service. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where I'm like That's the uh, book
0: I'm still being recommended, by the way.
1: And and maybe people are very much into this, but it's you know, it's supposed to be humorous, but I'm like it's too much for me. I can't I can't handle it. I'm listening to to an
0: interesting book. It's not Sue Grafton.
1: Oh, my. Yeah, I'm taking a Sue Grafton
0: break because I need to drag it out. I am listening to Mary Higgins Clark, though, with a book called I'll Walk Alone about this woman whose son disappears. And then these pictures come out, and it looks like she had her own son kidnapped. But really, there's an evil lookalike that was hired. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so it's like it's a big dramatic thing. Like, oh, my gosh, is she going to get her son in time? Are they going to find out if it's the lookalike?
1: Do you just pick books out based on whether or not they would make a good lifetime movie?
0: No. Like if you look at it,
1: you're like, okay, yeah, that would make a. Life but I movie. heard
0: this one, you know, it's like, you know, rich interior designer, sun disappears, maybe, maybe look like it, it's just, it's my cup of tea. Yeah, I do like it. I don't know why it's relaxing to me. Well, that's fine.
1: Everybody likes what they like. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is what you're going into. Yeah,
0: everyone has like their special things that they like. Like you have your dinosaur space things, and I have my <laughs> old lady murder mysteries. <laughs>
1: it's being noted in a live chat. Uh, by Keelan. Um, this motherfucker went on a Bigfoot cruise, but a sci-fi book is a bridge too far. No, I love my sci-fi <laughs> books. I'm saying this one is just too much for me. However, I am on the on the market for uh, for a new sci-fi book. Okay. I'm, I'm jumping back You're putting in. Putting yourself out there. Jumping back in. You know, I, I took a little bit of a step away from like space sci fi to do a different kind of sci fi. Now I want to go back to Space sure. Sci fi. All right. Well so, then
0: anyone who has any suggestions for Please Greg send Greg over in. there.
1: My credit renews soon. And that way you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com also and click on the Audible link right okay. there. All right. What we were talking about at the beginning is over this last weekend uh, – and it was a good weekend. Had a, did a few different things over it. It was it nice. It was. It was. Uh, but one was uh, a bunch of us went down to the Portland – or is it
0: Oregon Brewers Festival? The yeah, Oregon Brewers. Oregon Brewers. OBF, I think. it Oregon, or OBF, Brewer- think, yeah. Oregon Brewers Festival. Yeah. Oregon Brewers Festival. So this year was just all brewers just from Oregon. Yeah. Right? Because usually it's like – I think it can be from like all around, but this was specifically Oregon brewing.
1: Yeah, and it's right on yeah. the the uh waterfront of downtown Portland. So there's the downtown Portland waterfront. So it's a, it's a great location. It's really nice. And you went in there. But the thing is with this, like any brewers festival, if you've ever been to one, it's it's probably all pretty similar. There's a ton of people. It was warm out. And there's a lot of crowds and a lot of people waiting in line to get beers. And then slowly as the day goes through, you know, they get drunk and then you start get, seeing a little bit of some more wobbles going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there at an okay time. But with all those crowds, there's always the issue of there's long waits for the beer. And like, and then you're trying to get through crowds. You're going through these tents. And like how do you And it's really through? hot
0: because if you've been to a festival and you know when it's like 90-something degrees outside, the heat is just all trapped underneath the tent. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. the least – it's the least comfortable place.
1: Right. Which is why you need to figure out how to move and and uh, get through crowds in a faster manner. And I am, I have to say, probably one of the masters at doing that. I don't think there's many people I've encountered that are better and or more adept at getting through crowds than I am. It's the zipping back and forth, the bobbing and the weaving, and then anticipating where people are going to go. It's a, it's a true art form, I think.
0: You really did kind of zip through the crowd, but mm-hmm. then you're all by yourself at the front. So, like.
1: Yeah, but that's fine. What then good I just was that? well, because then I can get my beer faster, and I don't have to wait as long. And I think I could help you if you would let me actually assist you on this, like help you learn how to bob and weave, because you're not I don't much think of that a bobber. You saw and like
0: what you looked like when you were bobbing and weaving <laughs> through the crowd. Like you really were just kind of doing some weird like dance thing.
1: Yeah, sometimes every now and then I got to do a spin move. If you're I doing I go too like a far. spin
0: and then like kind of sidestepping and a lot
1: of side steps. A lot of sidesteps, a lot of little it just, slides. It did not look
0: as graceful as you think it did.
1: But it was efficient. And that's that's the most important part. So uh, since I – because, yeah, no, I'm trying to think about that. There are definitely some – There's slide moves you have to do. Slide moves are important. There's also the classic, like, bend sideways and put your arms out. So that way you can get through a thinner gap. They like, were trying to cut through the middle of a line. Were doing,
0: like, some matrix shit over there? I was there? trying to do a little like matrix
1: some- stuff. Like, say there's, like – you know, you're trying to get through something, and then there's two people, and they're talking, and they're just a little bit close together, and the only way to get, like, you either have to stop and talk to someone. Never want to do that.
0: Nobody wants to talk.
1: No. So what you do is you just figure out how, to, how can I glide through these two without touching either yeah. person.
0: Please don't tell me that you just go through them and go, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, there
1: may be some sound effects at times.
0: <laughs> oh, Greg.
1: I may do a little whoosh. Yeah, they're, And you I go between do. the two people? Yeah, you go between the two people. Having
0: the conversation.
1: Boom. And never, never touching anybody. I don't touch anybody because you got to make sure that the gap is white. You know, like when you're watching – like you have to make it kind of a game. You know, like in Indiana Jones where he's jumping to get underneath, you know, like the, a falling wall or something like that or, or like a wall's closing down. It's so going down
0: and he's got to roll under. You're not comparing yourself to Indiana Jones. I'm just
1: – Of, of okay. crowds. Yeah, in a way. Okay. So you turn it into a game and it's just so much more fun. You're like, okay, I got to get from here to here. Okay, this person's going to be an obstacle. That person's going way too slow. The slow people are really annoying. So you just got to figure out how, like, okay. Because you get the road blockers that will come through.
0: Oh, there were a lot of road blockers. The road blockers. Because they'll just be walking, walking, and then they just stop out of nowhere. Yeah. And you either run into them and they just won't move. They're in the clear path of, like, people walking.
1: There's stoppers, and then there's also the road blockers who, who just, like, weave just enough back and forth. To where you can't, like, they're going forward, but they're, like, swaying left and right. So it's like every time you go left, up, they, they scoot over. You're going to go right, up, they scoot over. So those ones are really annoying, mm-hmm. so you have to figure out how to get around those. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's really important. Vicky's saying at any point to the words, excuse me, escape your mouth, if necessary. I but say for the excuse most part, me, yeah. But for the most part, they never even know I'm there. So I don't have to say excuse me. Like, it's just, boom, I'm gone. I'm not interrupting. I don't impede anyone else. It's like figuring out the puzzle of how to get through. It's a lot of fun. It's Like, like if you like Tetris, you'd probably like my really, style. Really? Because
0: a lot of other people were just kind of there, you know, to drink beer and hang out. But it's more efficient.
1: It's more efficient if you get from point A to point B mm-hmm. in a lot faster manner. And then you can get your beer quicker. And that's, that's the most important part of it. So, it's yeah, it's, it's all a game. And it's very stressful. But no, it's not stressful. It's not it's, stressful It's not. It's fun. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. It was
0: weird to try and t- track Greg down because you can't see him because there's like you know everyone around is like you know tall, Uh huh. and so oh, yeah. like you would just Greg would just disappear and so we'd just be hanging out like okay nobody knows where Greg is we'll yep. just find him whenever see comes but back. I could always circle back and then you and find look you. and you come out like a little like goblin you're just like <laughs> I didn't wait in any line with my beer
1: in my hand yep and just boom like that and then I'm gone again mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty it's pretty fun I would be great if this was ever like if my life. I do think about this a lot, like if, if I I'm ever on the run, like uh, you know, falsely accused of something. We talked about it before if I'm on the lam, And if I needed to get away from a crowd or you know, I got I got tied in with some like Russian gangsters or something and I had to get a, get through a crowd really quick, I'd be really good. Like they wouldn't they wouldn't be oh, able like to Oh like escaping up with me. through the crowd? Yeah, they wouldn't catch up with me. I would be gone <laughs> like that. There's no way. I think that's one of my skill sets that I should definitely highlight a little bit more, but I don't like to talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: It seems like yeah. you like to talk about it. you've been talking yeah. about it for quite some time. well, right? I'm
1: just saying you know it's something that I, th- I feel like I could teach it in yeah. some manners. you know I could probably help you out a lot, i think in this because you you're not a you're not a quick crowd goer
0: i am i do i i think okay, i'm efficient i guess fish, for I'm you. efficient I don't like like sprint through, but I can yeah. find the gaps and and go through
1: you're not gonna win the race
0: no, I'm not running through like <laughs> a freak like. Just kind of like going between people's conversations.
1: I do have an issue with making sound effects for moves that I do. I do that way too much. I noticed that even today, like getting off the elevator, I did a kind of sound. Yeah. <laughs> I make too many sound effects with my mouth in life. Yeah,
0: maybe you should probably try to stop. I that should now. probably
1: try to curb that. Now that I'm aware, aware of it, if
0: you're aware of it, <laughs> it's, that's probably the time. That's a
1: go to one when I'm zipping through something. Zipping through the what elevator. are your other noises that you make? Whoosh. Zoo, well, those, those are different ones. Um, anyway, I'm just say, trying to say there's. I'm aware I've got a problem with sound effects, making sound effects to my own life.
0: Well, besides Greg bopping around like a ping pong ball, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. It was weird, though. I've never been to a festival where there have been that many, like, milkshake-flavored.
1: Oh, yeah, the milkshake-flavored beers? There yeah. were lots of it's milk apparently sh- very popular right now.
0: Dude, some of them were good. There was one that just tasted like warm beer with like chocolate in it, and it was the grossest thing. Well, they're not all going to be winners. They're I not. they was some... Oh, I know. It was odd though, because you know, it's since it's a, fest, it's a festival, they try to make it all. Yeah. You know, there's some unique flavors.
1: There were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were some really good ones though, as well.
0: And Tristan got the one that tasted like broccoli. Yeah,
1: that one was not good. That, <laughs> that one wouldn't work for me. Broccoli beer is not something that I would be into. Yeah. But I'm more of a traditional beer. Like I'll try some of the other ones, but I like you know. I'm boring. I'm like yeah, I'll take the IPA or the or the Kolsch or those ones. But I'll try the weird ones. Okay. I'll try them once. That's yeah. what that's what a brewer's Yeah, like. so
0: that was on Friday. Yes. And then Saturday. Yeah. Went for a bike ride and then went to the pool and then uh, there's a video of you we need to post this video. I
1: wish that somewhere. video had not happened. So there was a challenge issued to me. It is
0: the best. On Saturday,
1: thing. it was our buddy Ryan's birthday and uh former roommate Ryan uh, owner of Walter for for long time listeners so it was his birthday and we went down to our buddy bozix and he has a pool at his apartment complex and see now i feel like i need to explain this video and i kind of wish this video wasn't out there at the same time so my friend jessica for my birthday got me an inflatable pool toy to go pool toy
0: what kind of inflatable pool toy
1: that is basically an inflatable toilet seat complete with the back and where you sit on the seat of a toilet. It's
0: the throne in the tank.
1: It's the throne... No, uh, Well, yeah, it's the throne in the tank of a toilet. And this is what... Uh, <laughs> this is what she got me. So, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to a pool party. I guess I should bring it. We'll have to bring it out. And then I brought it out, and now there's a whole bunch of pictures of me sitting on this thing throughout the internet with no context given. However, later on perhaps after i'd had a, a, a safe amount of alcohol
0: <laughs>
1: uh i was challenged and the challenge was this would i be able to jump out from the side and perfectly go through the center of said inflatable toilet seat wow saying this out loud just really makes me feel amazingly classy and
0: well it's hilarious because you see i'd be able you to do it. It? jump into it
1: well would i be able to do it and i was like Nah, i don't want to do it and uh Jessica challenged me because I did have my brand-new Planetary Society membership shirt that I got. By the way, I'm a member of the Planetary Society now.
0: Who runs that, Greg?
1: Bill Nye the Science Guy does. He's He runs it, and they have their light sail, too, that's up in space right now, and it's pretty amazing. And I'm a member of it, so I'm kind of on the inside of it. I mean, I have the cheapest membership. Still, so nonetheless, it was a membership. But it's still a membership. Still a membership. Mm-hmm. And I got a free T-shirt, so I got that in the mail. So, of course, I was wearing that on Saturday. She was like, okay, you could... Here's what I want you to do: jump through the hoop, jump through the the seat, but you have to keep your shirt on, which I didn't want to do. But I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I'll do that. And she's like, I'll give you twenty bucks, and I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she it spoke was really the magic words.
1: Not a lot of negotiation on my part. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah, all right, yep, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And so the video is me placing the. Uh, the inflatable toy at the perfect
0: It's so, like the inflatable toilet.
1: And, oh God, I don't want to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, placing it perfectly so that I would be able to do this. And, and then you then, do a
0: perfect pike. Uh, it's been pointed out.
1: What is a perfect pike?
0: That's what you do. I think that's when you like make your body like that, because you're completely straight. If you watch the video, which we will attach to this episode, uh-huh. Greg points his toes in the most like professional looking, like pointy toed <laughs> pike that you can see. Puts his hands on his sides and just bloop and goes right through.
1: Perfect, a perfect placement. I mean, it was a good, it was a good jump.
0: It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was, I mean, just seeing it, it was just so perfect. You're at, you know, completely straight. Uh huh. And then you just whoosh, just disappear right through the toilet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that and it was worth twenty bucks for me to do
0: that. (laughs) Absolutely,
1: I would do it for twenty bucks. Oh,
0: Keelan knows you pretty well too, and he said that might be the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen Greg do.
1: Oh God, that says a lot right there. Oh yeah.
0: Um. (laughs) I made sure to download that video in case you tried to get rid of it at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So many
0: comments on your on your um, toes on your form. Really? Yeah. Beautiful pike. Uh, so pointed, those toes are pointed as fuck. <laughs> there's a gold medal. Uh, you look like an Olympian about to make a dive before the jump. Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: yeah, very, very much so. Uh, yeah. Wow. There's some. Uh, there's some definite comments that are coming up on here. Okay, I'm seeing some of these. Interesting. So that's a pike. That's what that's called. I'm pretty sure that's what that's. Called. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, now I know. So good job. And I can do a pike. You sure can. Yes, and I can do it very well. So I did that for twenty bucks. Also,
0: there are numerous pictures which I won't post of Greg just floating around on the toilet. Which yeah, looks hilarious.
1: Those are probably not all the pictures that I want out. I know there's a couple Be that nice, we've already Greg. been tagged in. Oh, is that what we're doing? Is a challenge <laughs> no. of terrible pictures? Because if we want to enter that challenge, I think we could both do some damage. Let's see. Greg was trying to go Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure um Keelan says great. It's a Harry it? Potter know, okay, reference. Oh, is it? Yes. Really? Mhm. See, these are these are when moments like that happen and I'm like, oh crap, I don't know cuz usually I'll just cover it up. like, oh yeah, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I mean, Quidditch, you know? Right? That choosing hat? I mean, sorting. it's really sorting hat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. I totally understand. Diagon Alley. Yeah, I know that was a good one. That alley sucked. What happens at that alley? That alley was uh very narrow, and you had to get through it, because it was diagonal, alley, oh, okay. and the monster that was in there was, I mean, you know, they talked about it anyway. They referenced it in one of the books. No. And Hermione. And, and, uh, Snape. That's another Did word. you ever
0: see that post, I think it was on Reddit or something, about the guy who was reading the... Ex- I don't know if it's real or not, but it's like one of those things that doesn't even matter. Yeah. Where he had read all what he thought were the Harry Potter books, but it wasn't said like, um, like porny fan fiction. <laughs> and I remember was, you talking about this. It's just like, I just re-saw it again a couple days ago and it was just still making me laugh. I don't know why, but the guy is like talking to his friend and he's like, oh yeah, and then that's like when they had the, uh, like the gang bang and like, and, the, and I said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and it's like no, because wizarding, what was it? Because like wizarding age of consent is twelve or something. And the oh my guy god, is like, it's horrible. What are you reading?
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: if you ever get a chance to do that, fake or not, I don't give a shit. It was really funny. <laughs> <sighs>
1: what reading the actual thing?
0: You know, just reading the guy's response, it's like the guy, this yeah. guy who was his friend, posted the text messages between him and his friend, and he's like, "That's not how that. Works. <laughs> That's not how was. that works." <laughs> no. As soon as it said "Wizarding Age of Consent," he's like, "No." Okay. Oh, Vicky sent you the book, Greg. Yes, she did. I know,
1: and I need to download it and read it. She did send me that. Thank you, Vicky.
0: There's no pressure like peer pressure. That's definitely pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, now you get. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric and Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Another day, another really stupid Guinness World Record. A man is now in the Guinness Records World of Book Records Guinness. After stacking 30 bars of wet soap on top of each other. (laughs) What? An Idaho man who loves breaking Guinness World Records has captured yet another title when he decided to stack 30 bars of wet soap on top of each other in one minute. Again, anything can be a Guinness World you know Record.
1: That, that does sound challenging, though. Were they bent bars or were they flat? They were flat circle bars. Oh, that's but not challenging. But they were slippery. They were yeah. wet. Yeah. If they were completely flat, though, and not, like, concave.
0: They may be slipperier. I don't know. Well, this, this guy, this Idaho man, his name is David Rush, whose previous records, so he's. this is one of the things that he does, like, he likes to break the, the world records. Previous records include fitting, I guess be fitting blueberries into his mouth. That's one you could probably rival him for, Greg. Oh, you I like love blueberries? blueberries. I know. I and do. also balancing a, a running lawnmower on his chin.
1: Well, that just seems dumb. Yeah. Why would anyone do that?
0: I don't know. And he also says that uh, David Rush, he was so committed that he grew out his fingernails to give him the enhanced ability to grip the slippery bars of soap and stack them together.
1: I don't know. Thir- so it's thirty in a minute.
0: So he says the rules require that each bar of soap is smooth on both sides, and has to be soaked in water for one minute before the start of the attempt. All right. So we, can they you can't just to be mash able- them together. I mean, you might be able to mash them together, but you have to get them to all stick together because, like, just because if you mash, mash them, national. that might make them tilted.
1: If you mash them right, though.
0: I don't stop saying mashing. It's fun though. I know. Um, so David Rush said that his stack of 30 uh, soap bars stayed standing for over five seconds, owning the, uh, the Guinness World Record. The previous record was 21 bars of soap, which means, yet again, some other idiot has tried this before.
1: That's really, I'm really surprised that it's only 30. In a minute. Yeah. That means you get two seconds for each one. How big are these? How wide?
0: Greg, I don't really have all the details of the soap. Because
1: the wider they are, the easier it's to They look be. like
0: circles. They look like the bottom of, like, a... Uh, like a Coke can or something.
1: Mm. That makes it a little more difficult. I could st- I think I could do this, though. Because if you groove it right with your fingernails, that gives it a little bit of stuff. Maybe that's why he grew You're out his
0: fingernails. So you go... Uh-huh. Yep. That's really gross. And then you'll mash them easier. All right. Stop saying mashing them. Got another story? Maybe
1: you should try to break a world record at our Fun and Play I know that's what know was, was party. I was
0: just thinking that, too. What could we do?
1: I don't know. We By the to- way, Fun Employment Radio 10th Anniversary Party, November 15th, the bus Nova Ballroom tickets are not on sale yet, but they will be soon, and thank you to everybody who's getting up their plane tickets to fly in. Did you see Patch from Cincinnati shall be flying in? What? For our event. Oh,
0: that's so awesome. Indeed.
1: Now we just need Paul. You remove Paul. Paul needs to fly in, too. Oh, boy. Uh, but, um... Yeah, it's going to be fun. This is going
0: to be awesome. That might be something fun to do.
1: <laughs> I don't know about soap stacking. In there. Not soap stacking. They might not, they might not like us doing that. That would be another thing? I don't
0: know, something that's very us.
1: Well, you got to eat hot dogs of some kind.
0: What about if we get the most clicking shark heads on a stick?
1: Oh, God. That's a nightmare. Just
0: a room full of clacking sharkies. I wonder how what the Guinness World Record is for that.
1: <laughs> I, how how many, would you even determine that? How
0: many... Animals
1: in one room
0: clacking.
1: Oh my god, that's a horrible! I can hear it now, and it's horrible. Listen. That's a horrible sound. I don't know about this.
0: Right, so there's clapping. All right, I'm gonna have to research this because okay. I think that maybe everyone gets like their own.
1: I, I don't think that's a good idea.
0: Oh, we're going to have to go to the coast and, like, buy out all of the places.
1: <laughs> we're going to lose money on this because you want to buy it.
0: I think everybody clicking around with little shark toys might be fun.
1: I don't think so well, at all. Well, you think of something
0: else. We have, point, I, we have oh, time. I will
1: definitely think of something else because that is horrifying for me. Because all anyone would do all night long is clap it up my ears and my hair and my clothes. And Oh, no.
0: Oh, yeah. They'd be clacking all over you.
1: Yeah. I, that's No.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. Hard pass. But we'll think of something.
0: All right. Next up, an unidentified uh, police officer has accused McDonald's workers of biting into his McChicken sandwich that he bought only to realize that he forgot that he had eaten some of it earlier. So he made a big stink about it. He went back to the McDonald's and demanded that they tell him who took a bite of his McChicken sandwich. So this is in Marion County. Uh, the sheriff's office issued a formal apology to McDonald's in Indianapolis after uh, the police officer had vehemently uh, declared that the employees tampered with his food. When the officer, identified only by, uh, only as DJ by an uh, Indianapolis news station, opened a refrigerator at the sheriff's office to grab his meal, he found several small bites out of his McChicken sandwich. Wow! He said, I know I didn't eat it. No one else was around. I said, you know what? I'm going to go to McDonald's see if I can get that taken care of. The officer returned to McDonald's, and the shift supervisor offered to give him free food, according to the police statement. He refused the food, however, declaring that one of the employees had gnawed on his sandwich as a sign of disrespect.
1: So just going full asshole. The officer
0: just went full dickhead. was uh, like, oh, I just wanted to find out who the person was and deal with that person in an appropriate way. Well, What's an appropriate
1: way that he I wants to deal know. with that person? I This guy
0: seems like he would be a treat to work with, though, yeah. doesn't he? yeah. Like, imagine someone you. Someone took to, a bite out of
1: my chicken sandwich.
0: Like, seriously, you're throwing that big of a tantrum out of your McChicken sandwich. And then it's only when later, when someone re- re- reminded him that he had been chewing on it or that he had been eating it earlier, he's like, oh, 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 oh wow. Oh. Well, it turns out the person who bit the sandwich was him. After investigations by the county sheriff's office and McDonald's, police arrived to the conclusion that, in fact, no McDonald's employee wanted to harm or otherwise annoy or eat his sandwich. No one the wants to sandwich. eat your
1: sandwich, dude.
0: Yeah. Or that day, it doesn't say how they figured it out, but I really hope that there was some sort of surveillance video or something. Yeah, of him just like that's just eating on looped. it and then- that's just looped. throughout the God. department. Because he clearly- What a jackass. Like, I don't mean to like judge somebody that I don't really know, but I kind of do. Yeah. I mean, the guy who's throwing a tantrum about his McChicken sandwich, and if, if someone took a bite, like, just take the free food, and then you realize, like, Whoa, whoopsie-daisy. Yeah. I wonder when he realized it actually was him, but he thought he had just gone too far.
1: Yeah, where he couldn't turn back.
0: He couldn't turn back.
1: Like halfway through, he starts yelling, and he's like, oh, wait a minute. <gasps> he's like, like, fuck, I totally hate Summer But earlier. then you just have to double down and commit to it and just be, you know, go full asshole because he doesn't want to have we to live in
0: a him. We live in a time where there's a lot of doubling <laughs> down.
1: I <laughs> in the live chat for those of you who are member of the, members of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. John just said, this is a scene from Super Troopers come to life. It really is. Oh, yeah. Or Reno 911, too. God dang it, who took a bite out of my sandwich? (laughs) It was you, dude. It was you. It's too late. We can't stop now.
0: All right, and do have one more story. And, uh, Greg, I think that this one might be applicable to you in your life. Uh There is a new policy that you can buy, an insurance policy, where you can cover yourself... For alien abductions. <laughs> and so far, more than 6,000 people have taken out alien abduction policies since this has been offered worth the equivalent of $8 million in compensation.
1: Now, if one is kidnapped by aliens, how does one collect on said dollar amount?
0: Well, I mean, a lot of the people who they are collected by, don't they get, re- uh, get returned? after they've been, like, poked at and stuff for a little while. Poked and prodded. Yeah, like in some, like, field, some cow field.
1: Uh, I guess so. And that could happen. They have to talk the
0: nonsense the rest of their life. Like uh, yeah. I swear they did something to me.
1: Yeah, and then they'll just give them money.
0: And they'll give them eight million. Well, oh, excuse me. I missed out this. Eight million pounds. So is that? Wow, more?
1: that's like sixteen million dollars or wow. something. Yeah, maybe not that much now, but yeah, still. I don't know. Twelve million. So,
0: um, so this deal is offered by um, Saint Lawrence Agency in Altamonte Springs, Florida, of course, promises clients cover uh, for supernatural sites such as Area Fifty-One, which. Did we talk about this that we might actually be driving out there? Yeah, mm-hmm. we I think yep. are in fact, and we had talked about this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If it's still there after this whole storming Area 51 <laughs> right. thing, mm-hmm. if it we're survives. going. We're going out there. Yeah, we have a car. We're doing it.
1: You see me some of them aliens. I
0: want to see some of them. They're aliens. All right. So this uh, coverage offers a one. So it's coverage for a one-off fee of twenty-four ninety-five American, which they will make uh, mail a paper copy of a certificate in a frame. If you'd like a digital copy, it's only twenty dollars.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, so it's only it's twenty bucks. I'm confused.
0: Yeah, so it's it, to buy the coverage. It's uh, a one off fee for a paper a paper copy of the certificate. So if you want like the actual coverage, it's twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. or a, just an email certificate, it's twenty dollars. Wow! Um, there is a catch, however, in the very, very, very tiny small print. They said they only play, pay $1 per year over a 10 to 20 million um, year period. Wow. You could still get like a few bucks back. You probably get hmm. your 25 back. Uh, so this guy's Mike St. Lawrence, who owns the firm, says that um, the surge in interest comes after a Facebook page uh, is urging people, of course, to storm Area 51. It proposes meeting on September yeah. 20th at Area 51. Um, it's still up. And people are still RSVPing. There are more than two million people that have RSVP'd. <laughs> if you think that even like one percent of those people show up, there have to, people will show up, don't you think?
1: Somebody will show up, yeah.
0: More than one. But
1: as soon as they see the, the government, like the military sitting there on pickup trucks with like machine guns, I don't think anybody's going to be storming Area 51. And
0: Greg, this is another great idea that we could have lost because he's basically saying he'll pay everybody who bought the policy a dollar per year after they are abducted and they come back but he's getting their $25 up front yeah why don't we do something like that
1: you mean scam people
0: just knowingly know that like because that, he said like if, if someone doesn't understand that it's tongue in cheek then he won't sell it to them I, I think that's a lie
1: oh he'll sell it to them he'll sell it to yes them. he will yes although he better be careful though yeah, you should have some real good fine maybe print on there. you shouldn't like
0: poke the crazy. Because if
1: yeah, if you get some real crazy person, yeah, they're gonna get pissed. They're gonna off. be
0: very pissed.
1: Or you just have to mail them a dollar each
0: year. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's like, well, no, I said it was a dollar. There's a dollar. Um, yeah. So uh, he said da, 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 da. Um, he said two people so far have submitted claims. <laughs> so since he started this a week ago, <laughs> there have already been two alien abductions, Greg. So this oh, is getting maybe pretty serious. This is serious. a bad idea for him. Yeah, um, one even submitted a Polaroid photograph of uh, him with the suspected aliens.
1: I want to see that Polaroid picture. I know. And why is it a Polaroid? Like with all the everything's going on, you get because abducted with by the aliens. Crazy, it's
0: always the Polaroid. You know,
1: and, and you have the ability to take a camera. It's like, oh no, let me put my phone down. Actually, can we get my old Polaroid camera out? It's because just, it's I just like proof. it physical proof? I just like it better. Yeah, it, it, but it's
0: not any different than a. Then you can see that it's not tampered with, Greg. But that's not how that works. Ugh. Well, I don't know. Well, it, you're clearly not the one in charge of this alien abduction <laughs> policy stuff, just a and Mr.
1: Alien. Mr. Alien, I don't know. I can't tell. Aliens, will you please wait for me? Uh, I got to go get my Polaroid camera. Just, I like just the two pic- seconds. I like the quality better.
0: I totally. I'm a very vintage. I need two, yeah. two minutes. Just two minutes.
1: Just wait right here. Look, all right, now you look all angry and i look like,
0: eh, aliens. Well, there you go. All the things that you learned today. Yeah. You can stack soap for a Guinness record. Yeah. There's a jackass cop in Indianapolis. Hmm. And there's somebody that you can give $25 to <laughs> to cover you for alien abductions. Alien insurance. That, that my friends, is your world too crazy. Learned a lot. Yeah, I think alien you have something insurance. with that whole... Guinness World Record thing.
1: I think we should do that at the event.
0: I think we should think of something, but it has to be something. It has I mean, to be some, something
1: quick. I don't want to do something for hours.
0: No, let's just do something quick, I'm too like impatient, like have everyone do something at the same time. And we ha- we're far enough in advance too that we can contact um, as Guinness World Records to send a representative.
1: We really you want to? If, if we, we can come think up of with something, something, yeah. If we can think of a good Guinness World Record, yeah. For the because no, they radio. come out
0: like I've read enough of these you have to dumb stories,
1: We got to pay for them to come out.
0: I'll pay for their ticket to our ten-year anniversary party.
1: All right,
0: not the plane ticket. Well, yeah, we stay. have to pay for the plane. <laughs> we have to pay for all
1: that too. Hmm, well,
0: it's something to think about.
1: Okay, well, if somebody can come up with a good Guinness World Record that we could try to break mm-hmm. at the Fun and Point Radio Ten Year Anniversary Party on November fifteenth, that would be pretty cool. I mean, I'd definitely be in.
0: Yeah, I just want something that's something that's quick, that's possibly doable, and something that'll be fun for everybody. Like, if it's not fun for everyone, then I don't want to do it. But if it's something that's not very invasive, yeah, maybe having to do with objects. That's how I was thinking of, like the shark toy on a stick thing. Mm. Is that something that everybody can have? Yeah, but that clacking's
1: just gonna be so annoying. Clack 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 clack. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I like that. Anyway, that's where we're at. Okay. That's what we're thinking about. Okay. Um, should we do just a little bit of ball talk?
0: Oh, heck yeah.
1: Just a, just a little bit. Before we do ball talk, though, I want to remind everybody of one of our fine sponsors here at Fun Employment Radio. Tell me. One of the fine sponsors that helps make this happen, and that is Black's Pest Services. Oh,
0: they're wonderful.
1: com. They really are great. Everybody who's contacted us, thank you for contacting us, letting us know that you, you're uh, you know, setting up appointments with them, if you own any kind of property or if you have anything in the Portland metro area, have them come out for an inspection. They take a look. They'll let you know. If you don't have a problem, they'll be like, yep, don't have a problem. If you have and a problem, they'll be sa- like, here's something you didn't know about that could be affecting you. Here's my recommendations, or you can do the service. They're not pushy. They're not creepy. You know, creepy. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're awesome. Yeah.
0: Never underestimate the power of somebody not being creepy.
1: Yeah, that is an important. I
0: mean, thing. that is a very important. Everyone, yeah, especially like, when
1: you're inviting strangers,
0: that's exactly yeah. it. I mean, and that is like something across the board that everybody understands when somebody's creepy. Yeah, like, and you don't. Yeah, you want to feel comfortable. Yeah, it's well, just a comfortable thing.
1: Uh, they are, they're awesome. So not creepy, certified not creepy. Um, <laughs> no black Spat <laughs> services. They're they're really amazing. So give them a call, uh, set up an appointment. They have. um you know, you, you call them, set it up. Let me give their actual phone number here. Too, yes, there's blackpestservices.com. Yeah, and you can go right on their website, and
0: all but, of the information is on there. It as is. Well.
1: And their phone number is 503 723 7957. So that's another way. And then you also get this oh, yeah, their new customer portal where they'll, they'll keep track of everything if you sign up for a service. And awesome. So I can see what they've done. It's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. And find sponsors of Fun Employee Radio. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's Talk balls. balls.
0: Oh, almost. You keep, like, overshooting it.
1: Well, I haven't heard it for a while, so I didn't overshoot it. I think I yeah. undershot it. Mm-mm. I think I was under.
0: Mm-mm. God dang it.
1: All right, well, here's what's going on in the world of ball talk. Not a lot. It's been a slow week in, in the world of balls, but there are a couple of fun stories associated with it, and one of them being guy by the name of A-Rod. Sarah, do you know, I know who that guy. Alex Rodriguez is?
0: I do. Okay. He's uh, Jennifer Lopez's boyfriend.
1: Um. Yes. Yes, he is Jennifer Lopez's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Lopez comes up in this. So during the uh, broadcast, he's there. this kind of turned into a meme for a while over the weekend. So he was broadcasting. He's an, an announcer now for Major League Baseball. Or not an announcer, but a, a commentator. And he was in the broadcast booth, and then uh, behind him, surprising him, live on television, was JLo sneaking up with, oh I boy. believe, I don't know, must be somebody's kids. I don't know whether they're his kids or Jeffrey Lopez's kids. Some kids. One of their kids. Some kids. Because they don't
0: have kids together, right? I don't know. I don't know either, Beats honestly. Me. Yeah.
1: Some kids. And then they showed up behind, and they're like, oh, surprise, we have a cake for you. And I brought him a birthday cake, because it was his birthday Live on the air, and then afterward, it was posted by uh, someone who said breaking. Nobody actually had any Arab birthday cake. They left it behind. And it's the entire cake just sitting there because nobody actually ate any. Oh, too much sugar. I don't know for their perfect bodies. Probably, yeah. Probably that's probably it. No, that's exactly what and it they is. didn't allow Can their children J-Lo to you see
0: eating a piece of cake?
1: No. No. Now that I think about it, no. No. Probably not. Yes, yeah, so they just left it there, and then that turned into a meme of like saddest birthday ever. Oh. <laughs> like just
0: his cake. Nothing is sadder than Kirk Cameron's birthday. That's exactly
1: what was referenced on this. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, this was. Sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah, no,
1: on Fark's headline, <laughs> Fark's headline for this: A Rod wins the 2019 Sad Birthday Party Championship. Kirk Cameron still the greatest of all time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. Kirk Cameron's picture. Oh, I mean, man. if you've never seen it, that is an amazing. Well, you. I think you photoshopped me into it for... I did, for your birthday. secret
0: eyes white chat party. <laughs> so, and no content. There's so many
1: weird things that are posted about me. Uh, anyway, uh, that was uh, one, <laughs> one of the big things that happened over the weekend. And uh, you know what? We'll just leave it at that. There's another sad one.
0: What? No. Don't even up as sad one. We'll skip the sad
1: one. We'll skip it. Laugh- we'll stop it at laughing at A-Rod. What's well, not that sad?
0: Mm. I that just, concludes just,
1: this edition of Baltox. <laughs> That's weird there.
0: Oh, Greg.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: We're singing Old McDonald had a farm?
1: No, that was an original. I did something original right there, and you just mm. didn't understand okay. it or appreciate it. All right. Let's do this. Let's say thank you to everybody for tuning in to Fun on Radio. Because you're all amazing people, and I appreciate everybody who's a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, and thanks to some of our newer members who have joined as well. Yeah,
0: heck yeah, uh, welcome everybody.
1: Yeah, welcome. You can and and I totally understand. You know, most people who are supporters club members don't get the chance to listen live necessarily, but you can always go back and watch the video from the show. Is generally speaking, mostly in the archive, uh, at least our, our good ones are, and so you can go back and watch those. You can also go back and scroll through the chat. And see what people have said, what they're writing as you go along the show. And then we've got exclusive things in the archives as well. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of exclusive content. And the $6.90 a month, $6.99 a month goes a long ways towards supporting this show. It, it truly does. keeping us stone. So if you enjoy our content, uh, whether you can listen live or not, um, being a member of the Supporters Club is always yeah. a fun way to go. And you get a free trip uh, to the studio if you're a year member. You get to come in and watch the show mm-hmm. live here. You get to see the fun. magic Especially in during person. the summer
0: you can come and sweat in sweating here with us.
1: Well, that's a weird way to phrase it. It is weird, but it's Why accurate. Why would you say that? Well, there might be people that want to be would be into that. So anyway, <laughs> that's all that. We do I have know. air conditioning, but we just have to turn it off when, they, uh, when the show's being recorded.
0: Okay, Craig.
1: Just clarifying that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We hmm We have fine listener, but our air conditioner. Come on. Oh, I know. All right. So let's continue on. And then tomorrow,
0: regular time?
1: Tomorrow, back the to the regular time. Awesome. I will not be screwing it up this time. Probably not the last time. I'll that. Anyway. Yes, tomorrow, back at noon o'clock Pacific time. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot
0: com. Bye, friends. Dot com. Bye. Hit the post. You already said dot com.
1: Yeah, but I hit the post. Then.
0: Yeah, but you said a dot com. Dot com. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it did.
1: Mm-mm.